This is your wake up call. The Breakfast Club, the show you love to hate. From the East to the West Coast. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. The realest show on the planet. This is why I respect this show because this is a voice of society. Changing the game. You guys are the, the coveted morning show, but y'all earn that. Impact in the culture. They wake up in the morning and they, they want to hear that Breakfast Club. The world's most dangerous morning show. Being a mother, being a. Angela is out. Charlemagne was popping. Peace to the planet. It's Monday. Yes, it's Monday. Back to the work week. Yeah, not for long though. I'm I'm about to actually look and see how many vacation days I got left. And I'm using all of them. See me in 2020, baby. I ain't mad at you. What day? When you want to start? I don't know. I'm thinking if this might be my last week. Next week is supposed to be our last week until Correct. the top of the year. Correct. I might make it this week, though, depending on how many vacation days I got left. All right, I'm with you. All right. <laughs> what, hey, what's up? I'm, I'm telling you the truth. I'm I, not sitting there stunting on this radio. I ain't stunting on you. I, oh, okay. I'm with you. All right. I'm with you. Let's, let's tell our listeners a little secret. Uh, at the time of year in radio where you start hearing certain stations, like uh, like a light FM in New York, for example, they play mm-hmm. nothing but Christmas music. Yep. Because that's all people want to hear now. That's right. So, you know. This is our time. Yeah, <laughs> just, our, just sit back, relax, and listen to some Christmas music. Disconnect and be with our families, you oh, know sorry. what I'm saying? And focus on our mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health and come back fresh for the new year. I'm, I'm with you. I, you I, know? I, feel, I feel that. Yes. Yeah. Oh. I ain't mad at you. I'm just telling you, this possibly could be my last week, depending on how y'all treat me this week. Mm. No, I'm with you. Treat him horribly. <laughs> Whatever he got to do, let him take off. He take off, I'm taking off. <laughs> If he's a mostly messed up, I'm a mostly messed just up. Just letting you know. I'm, I'm letting you know. That's it. All right. Well, we got to send a rest in peace to Juice World. Yes, rest in peace to the young man, Juice World. He uh, passed away at the age of 21. Which should never happen in life. Mm-hmm. Not, they, not in this time. Not in this era. They said uh, he just landed in Chicago. We'll give you more details in front page news, but he had a, a seizure. What exactly happened, though? Because I saw people jump into a lot of conclusions yesterday. Nobody and knows. And people was talking about, oh, you got to talk to these kids about, about drug, drug use. use. I'm like, how do we know he died of drugs? Who said that his, his cause of death was drugs? We don't know. Like, a man could have had epilepsy for all we know. We don't know. Like, it's, it's a lot of things that cause seizures. It's right. not just drug use. We don't know, but I guess he said he used uh, drugs before in his song, so people just yes. automatically assumed, but we don't know. We talked about oh, it here on Breakfast Club. He, I mean, and listen, we do know antidepressants can cause seizures and stuff, too, but I'm just saying, I don't understand how we jump to those conclusions, and that becomes a headline, and this man hasn't even been dead 24 hours. Correct. Like, how y'all are social media coroners? Yeah. You know, have you, did y'all perform the autopsy? Right. Like, not, and not to say that he didn't. We just don't know. We just don't know. We just That's don't all know. I'm saying. Like Exactly. Not to say that he didn't. I'm just saying we don't know. Why do people feel Correct. the need to just jump to conclusions all the time? Right. Like, just sit back and relax and let things play out. See what it is first. Absolutely. Did y'all not learn from Juice Smollett? Jesse Smith. Yes, I'm just saying. This is amazing how we just jump to conclusions yeah, we so fast nowadays. People like, do that relax. all the time with everything. So we'll give you more details in front page news. And actually, we're gonna. Um, he was here earlier this year. I'm not. What month did he come? He April. Was in April. He was here in April. We're gonna get that interview I, I, back on. Yes, that's the only time I've ever met the young man. Uh, I thought he was a very pleasant young young individual. Yep. We had a great conversation up here mm-hmm. about you know mental health and his uh, past drug use. And, Correct. And everybody was texting me yesterday saying, yo, you hugged him. You hugged him and you told him you valued him and you appreciated him. And I'm like, huh? 
Did you hug him? Yeah, I did hug him. So what's wrong with that? Nothing. But no. I'm just saying, it's just like, why is that a thing? Like, that's what we should do to people. Absolutely. You should hug your brothers and your sisters and tell them that you value them and you appreciate them and you love them. Even if you don't know them. You know what I'm saying? You never yeah. know what people are going through. Every now and then you got to do that to folks. I don't know why I did that to him, but I did. That's right. Uh, you know, it was uh, I was out looking at houses Sunday morning. My son called me early in the morning. It was like, Dad, because w- Juice World is one of my uh, is my son's one of my son's favorite. Well, I said one of my son's my son's favorite artist. So he was very hurt and crushed about it. So we had to have a long talk about just taking care of himself, make sure he remains healthy, and make sure he does what he's supposed to do. But um, very very sad. And we'll talk about it when we come back. All right, and we got front page news. We're talking Juice World. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Oh, I want good, good, good. Hey. Whatever you want. Happy Monday! Yeah, yeah. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to front page news. Now, he is out this week. Now, uh, in NFL football, the Falcons beat the Panthers 40-20. The Ravens beat the Bills 24-17. The Browns beat the Bengals 27-19. The Packers beat the Redskins 2015. The Broncos beat the Texans 38-24. The Vikings beat the Lions 27. The 49ers beat the Saints 48-46. That was a high-scoring game. Jets beat the Dolphins 22-21. Buccaneers beat the Colts 38-35. The Chargers beat the Jaguars 45-10. Steelers beat the Cardinals 23-17. The Chiefs beat the Patriots. Whoa. 23-16. The Titans beat the Raiders 42-21. And the Rams beat the Seahawks 28-12. Now, Monday Night Football! Charlamagne, let me ask you a question. What? Stop the music. Who do you want to win tonight? I don't care. The Giants play the Eagles. Um, but I don't care. So you don't care? No. Is this going to affect your teams? No, because either way, it's going to come down to the Dallas Cowboys and Philadelphia Eagles playing in week 16. No, 15, if I'm not mistaken. All right, well. So it don't matter who wins tonight. They can win tonight. All right, well, I need my Giants to win tonight just because. All right, now, uh, Anthony Joshua, he wins his rematch with Andy Ruiz Jr. Did now, you see the fight? Yes, I did watch the fight. I was at my daughter's cheerleading competition, and the fight came on at uh, 3.30 in the afternoon, but mm-hmm. I downloaded the Zone app on my phone. And um, up until this week, I had picked Andy Ruiz to win the fight. But when I saw him come into the weigh-in at over 280-plus <laughs> pounds, and then I saw Anthony Joshua was a nice chiseled 237, I said to myself, the only way that uh, a 283-pound fat guy like that should be the chiseled 237-pounder is if they are in a hot dog-eating contest. Oh, one lucky punch. No. I mean, it, 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 I knew, it, athleticism was going to win this fight. Anthony Joshua fought the fight the way that... He, he should have the win, I guess. You know what I mean? He showed him the sweet science of boxing. But let's be clear. Uh, congratulations to that man for winning his belts. Now he can go back to ducking Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury because we never get in those fights. I, pr- I promise you we will never see Deontay Wilder and Anthony Joshua in the ring. I saw Eddie Hearns this weekend talking about, oh, Deontay doesn't sell no tickets. Don't ask me about Deontay Wilder. He only had 100,000 pay-per-views. They're already making up excuses because they know that Tyson Fury would outbox Anthony Joshua. And Deontay Wilder would knock Anthony Joshua out. And I say I like Anthony Joshua. But I'm just, he can't beat those two guys. Okay. Now, uh, the New York Knicks uh, fired their head coach, David Fisdale. I don't know if that means anything to you. Um, but nah. here's some of the uh, people that's uh, running for the next uh, coach. Mark Jackson. I don't think they're going to give it to Mark. Mark, uh, ain't enough prayer in the world. Why bring that type of scratch into your life, my brother? Jeff Van Gundy. Jeff Van Gundy, you ain't got no hair. You want to lose them last little bit of edges you got around your head? Uh, I don't know. So we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens with them. Nobody wants that Knicks coaching job. Too much pressure, too much stress. And, you know, there's a, there's, the, the, the James Dolan has to go in order for the Knicks to be good. Ugh. Just now, like Jerry Jones has to go in order for the Cowboys to be good. Now, also, rest in peace, Juice World. He passed away Sunday morning. He uh, was on a flight from L.A. to Chicago. He got off his flight, and they said he was walking from the flight through the airport, and they believe he just had a seizure. Uh, they don't know what happened. Uh, they was rushed to the hospital, and he was uh, pronounced dead at the hospital. 
The cause of death is unclear at this time. He just turned 21 on Monday. Rest in peace to that young man. Didn't know him. I met him one time when he came into the Breakfast Club in April. Mm -hmm. uh, enjoyed the conversation we had with him. You know, I'm not going to sit here and act like I was, you know, listening to Juice World's music or anything like that. Yeah, well, my son my son uh, loved him. Uh, I remember just going to Powerhouse when he performed that Powerhouse on New York show, and he took pictures with my son and my daughter. He was very nice, very pleasant young man. Kids loved him. Yes, very, very much. So just rest in peace, all right? Now, get it hey, off. Hey, wait a minute. Rest in peace to Carl Spinney, too, man. Carl Spinney played Big Bird and Oscar the Grouch on Sesame Street. He died at 85 years old. Look at this, man. You know what kind of talent you have to have to play Big Bird and Oscar the Grouch? That's two different type of characters. All right? Mm -hmm. Rest in peace to Carl Spinney, goddammit. The voices of Oscar the Grouch and Big Bird will never be the same. All right. Well, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right don't now. Don't Carl Spinney. This is Oscar the Grouch and Big Bird. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. Phone lines are wide Cold open. Room, bro. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? You. What's up, Envy? What's up, Trav? Yeah, how you living? How you living? Hey, Trav, I ain't know you could spit, bro. Why he usually swallows? <laughs> Why he usually swallows, Envy? Huh? Right. Leave my man Yo, Trav alone. Do not start yourself, Charlamagne. You know what he's talking about. What up, sis? No, I don't know what y'all talking about. Y'all got a different relationship than I know about. <laughs> we'll, oh, we'll, let, we'll fill you in, guys, Charlamagne, a little bro. later. We'll fill you in, you in, in a little That's later. That's right, because Trav show. been filling you in all weekend. Oh, Ow. oh, oh God. Listen, home, Charlamagne, one, yes, I need you to understand football, bro. Like, we need to keep the Eagles a game behind us, because if they win, they're going to tie us up. So we need the Giants to keep the Eagles oh, oh, Trav. behind us. Say that again, tonight, Trav. You need who to win? Trav, let me tell you something. We need the Giants to, okay. like, just to keep the Eagles a game behind us. That way we don't have to worry about Trav, them. You think I, Trav, you think I give a damn about rooting for us to be in the playoffs this year? If we get in the playoffs, cool. If we don't, we don't. We're going to get bounced in the first round any goddamn way. Oh, as long as you know. Hey, Char. Hey, we can hit the playoffs and start the click. No. Listen, man, I need to um, apologize to somebody, and then I need to double down on some things real quick. What's Talk up? What's me. up? First of all, so apologize to Joe Budden because I went in, I went in on him like a year ago because he had said something about Pose, but then now like a year later I look back on it and it's like he wasn't being disrespectful and I said some disrespectful things about him. He probably didn't even hear it and probably don't care, but I still have to apologize for it. Okay. And well, Joe Button, Trav, apologize to you if you care. Go ahead, go. <laughs> and Lizzo, I swear she heard me turn as I being naked on the timeline, so she wouldn't add it three more this weekend. <laughs> so did you see Lizzo? Did you see Lizzo at the Lakers game with a thong on? Yes, I did see her looking like Rocky, looking like Rikishi from WWE, yo, with that little with her panties. Boy, if you don't stop, boy, if you don't stop, hey, stop it now! Don't do that. I will say though, I don't think that's appropriate whether you uh, skinny or you know a big girl, a plus size girl. Like that's crazy. It's kids and around. One last thing, yo. One last thing. What's up? It's still F Porta Potty guy, man. Whoa! F Porta Potty it's guy. Still F Porta Potty. You better guy. have that same it's energy when, when you see him. Hey, hey, let's go. All right, Trap. Bye. Damn. Why him and Porter Party Guy don't get along? Porter Party Guy did a diss record to Trav. I know we gonna play that. And Trav did a diss record back. Yeah, we gonna play both of them later. Oh. That's right. Hello, who's this? This two love. Hey, get it off your chest, mama. What's up? Good, good morning. Y'all doing all right? We What's do. happening, two love? Why they call you two love? 
that's the name one of my homeboys gave me. Why? They ran a train on you or something? So oh it was like too low? Hell no. Hell no. What? I'm a, good, I'm a good, sweet girl. There you everybody go. Everybody love me. But oh, everybody love But I just want to call, give a shout out to my sister, Nella. Tomorrow is her last chemo date. Um, and she been battling um, breast cancer ever since April. And it's been like a tough journey for her. But her family being behind where we been behind her back the entire time. And I just want to um, call and just say I love her. And tomorrow's her last day. And we ain't got to worry about this cancer no more. That's beautiful. That's a great thing, mama. Oh, yeah. All right. Thank you for calling. All right. Send our love. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up. Wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hi, good morning, guys. This is Cassandra from New Jersey, and I just want to talk about these seizures as it relates to this drug use. Oh, a young man had one in my office a couple of weeks ago, and thank God for this young lady, Miss Medina, because she knew what to do for him, because I had no idea what to do for him. In fact, when he passed out my arm, I thought he was playing, then he started shaking, but it was directly related to drug use because he just started having them as an adult. Mm. So my understanding that, you know, you can't, when you're using these drugs, you just can't stop using them just like that because something like that, you know, can happen. So I really want our young people to understand when they're using these drugs, they got to understand that it has an effect. And I'm not saying that, ha- you know, that's what the, that was the cause of the young man's, you know, death, the drug use. But those seizures are very, very real. And a lot, and a lot of times we don't know what to do for them because I didn't even know that you can't talk loud when they have one because I started panicking. I know. People it, telling me, oh, no. I know what to do uh, when a person is having a seizure because when I was in middle school, high school, I had a cousin who used to have seizures all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And listen, I don't want people to start repositioning seizures as something that is only just caused by drug, drug use because that's not the case. Right. Like right. A lot of people have mm-hmm. epilepsy, and when you have like a moment. non-epileptic seizure, it can be lack of sleep. It can be... Um, I mean, it's a lot of things. It can be lack of sleep. It can be alcohol withdrawal. It can be uh, just uh, a, a neurological disorder in your brain. Like, it's a lot of different things that cause seizures. But you know what? Like what she said, too, with, with kids, if you're a parent, have the conversation with your kids early about drugs. I, I ha- I've been having a conversation with my kids about it early on, about drugs. Cause you, you, I mean, you don't know. Your kid could be a good kid, but you don't know who his friends are. And you don't know if his friends are doing drugs. And then one day he's like, oh, damn, let me try it. it. It seems like it's nothing. No, you never know. Have that conversation with your kids early. Yes. I've been had that conversation with my son. I've been had it with my daughter. And we continue to talk about it because I never want them to be like, ah, right, let me just try it. And then they're addicted. Yeah, especially when, the, you know, you have so many, you know, social influences. Like mm-hmm. you said, the, friend, the friends, but then it's also the music. The music. All type of other stuff. Like right. Juice World said, he was inspired to drink lean because of the future. Future, yeah, that's you right. know. So yeah, you should have the conversation with them about drugs. But I just don't want people to reposition seizures as just something that happens because of drug use. Correct. Hello, who's this? Yo, what's good? What's good, fam? It's the rap. S to the I double R A P. What's up? Nah, I don't hear you. Yeah. Yo, yo, Charlamagne, what's good, though? Boy, let me spit this hot verse real quick. Oh, my God. I hate people that talk like you. People that talk like you don't even really exist. Like, y'all are in just movies. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Hurry up. This ain't a verse, man. I say three-piece suit on. That Peter Lugas getting my eat on. Slim Tink, Tiana Taylor body. No Iman. Spend a couple bands at Nemo's on your (laughs) B-Mons, huh? You can't F with that. 
I took a loss in June, but I was up by July. Car pull up, doors up, look like a fly. Red dot on the beam, pointing like 6'9". Telling him on the side, I need my eggs fried. Colonial-ish, dang the dip where I sit. In the kitchen whipping like it's Thanksgiving the ish. Ungrateful more efforts don't be giving the ish. All they want to do is take, they don't be giving you ish. Okay, I'm going to be honest with All you. Right. Look, look, look. Look, um, I can tell you not bad, but in about two minutes, I counted 72 lies. You know what I'm saying? At least 72 lies. The whole whip in the kitchen, you don't the think cars with the doors up, you don't think you got the no Neiman Marcus. Like, I heard about 72 pull lies, up. King. Listen, listen, take that <laughs> rental back to wherever you got it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. He might be doing credit card scams and Neiman and all that. Congrats, though. 72 lives in two minutes is a new record. My goodness. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Let me say happy anniversary to my parents. Their anniversary is on Saturday. And I was flying from Toronto. And I totally forgot. And they were kind of mad that I forgot it was their anniversary. But I forgot. I'm getting old. I just, I really just forgot. Well, as so long as your mom, father remembered. That's all that matters. That, 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 hey, hey, mom, dad, That's really the only man that has to really remember that. Exactly. But it was uh, kind of mad. But happy anniversary, Mom and Dad. I was flying. I apologize. But anyway, up next, uh, we have front page news. Now, that guy just rapped. Nick Cannon. You got rumors, boy. What'd I say? Front page news. Oh, where the hell is he? Nick Cannon. He wants to battle somebody. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee. Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Eminem. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Now, Eminem is back in the studio. He's back rapping. We haven't heard from him in a while, right? Um, no. Nah, when was Kamikaze album? When was Kamikaze album, Dan? Last year? Last year, year ago? Right? Yeah, about a year ago. Yeah, Kamikaze was last year, and he'd be, he be on Versus. I've heard him on Griselda Records and stuff like that. Okay, well, recently he was on Fat Joe's album, and he took a shot at Nick Cannon. Can we okay. play? I know me and Mariah. Didn't end on a high note, but that other dude's whip, that piece of got him neutered. Tried to tell him this chick's a nut job for he got his jewels clipped. Almost got my caboose kicked. Fool quit, you're not gonna do this. I let her chop my balls off too before I lost to you, Nick. Why is Eminem still rapping about Mariah Carey? Eminem's still rapping about Mariah like he putting out CDs. You know how, like, back in the day before there was the internet, you'd have to wait until a CD came out? Correct. <laughs> to hear what somebody's response was? Like, why is he rapping about Mariah and Nick Cannon still? Well, Nick Cannon uh, actually responded. Right. We should change his name from Eminem to, like, Percocet. No, no what's, what's the pill that old people do? We're going to call him uh, Cialis. Bring your walker, get out your wheelchair, Eminem. Uh, and put pops in whatever you pop. Should I respond back to this? That, that's no, the it doesn't, It's not worthy of a response. You think I got to get in my time machine? Go put my gigolo jersey on. It seems old and out of left field to me. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you something, man. The worst part about this is that Eminem is going to make Nick Cannon do something none of us want. What's that? Rap. Oh, boy. Okay, uh, but, but my money's on Nick Cannon, actually. Really? You know, in 2019, going into 2020, I put my money on Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon got his little incredible gang. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He mm-hmm. got the, uh, Charlie Clips and Hitman Holland conceited. I got my money on Nick Cannon to wash Eminem, bro. I think Nick Cannon gonna surprise y'all before the year over. Well, Eminem wants some smoke with you. He, he threw a what? verse. He threw a line at you too. Get the straps like a trading bar. Lunchtime like an eight o'clock. But Shady's not for the fate of heart. Going at these bricks like Lorraine and Bobby. Y'all want drama? We can make a scary movie like Marlon Wayne. Y'all looking at the charred remains of Charlemagne and God. Remains of Charlemagne. He wants, he wants it with you too. When is Eminem? <laughs> go after rappers, bro. Like, like, no. all, like all these years, and what rapper has he ever gone after that's on his level? Lyrically, cannabis, maybe? 
Like, yeah. what, what rapper? Like, go after some rappers or something, man. Go after some people that's going to rap back at you. Sound like you scared, bro. Don't worry, Nick Cannon. Listen, Nick Cannon them going to get on his ass. Come on, Nick. Come on, Charlie. Come on, Hitman. Come on, Conceited. It's the one time and one time only you will ever hear me want to hear Nick Cannon rap. Okay? okay. <laughs> Let's go, Nick. All right. Get him, Nick. Now, Steve Harvey was back at it. You know he does the Miss Universe contest. And uh, he wanted to say best costume in Steve Harvey it was Steve Harvey does. Earlier this week, all the contestants competed in a national costume contest. Here's a look at the winner, Philippines. Uh, you just, woo, cake and oranges and potato chips. This is a lot. It's not Philippines. It's Malaysia. <laughs> okay, well, let me explain something to you. I just read that in the teleprompter. Y'all gonna quit doing this to me. <laughs> He said the wrong name again. <laughs> he did? Yes. He did that on purpose. No, no, I don't think, because he's a little pissed. He's like, all right, now nah, enough's enough. Now nah, enough's enough. Why y'all keep doing that to us, man? <laughs> Why y'all do that to Steve Harvey for? Well, Miss Universe, uh, Miss South Africa actually won. She won on beauty, and she had this message. I grew up in a world where a woman who looks like me, with my kind of skin and my kind of hair, was never considered to be beautiful. And I think that it is time that that stops today. I want children to look at me and see my face, and I want them to see their faces reflected in mine. Thank you. All right, drop on the clues, Monster South Africa, damn it. Absolutely. And I want y'all to know, I just went to Nick Cannon's page. Mm-hmm. Nick Cannon is, is, looked like he in the studio, and with uh, Hitman Holla and the real Charlie Clips, and all of them is dressed in black. Mm. <laughs> What does that put, mean? He put hashtag the invitation. I don't know. I see conceited in there. They got on black hoodies. Yeah, they just try to look thin. And he put, shut up, man. <laughs> and he put, well, y'all asked for it. Nobody asked for it, Nick. Okay. I guess I did just now, but hashtag the invitation. Woo, Eminem, you better be very, very afraid. My goodness. <laughs> You're going to have to resurrect D12 in a minute to get back at these guys. My goodness. Well, uh, Kanye West, he had his first opera out in uh, Los Angeles, and then after he went to Art Basel in Miami. But something was a little strange. Uh, if you haven't seen the picture, can you put it on Revolt? Kanye is completely painted in silver. I don't see the problem. Now, if you don't know, if let me describe it for you. If you ever come to go to New York City or if you ever go to any of the big cities and you see the guys outside uh, painted in silver doing like ill old school dances for change, that's exactly what Kanye looked like. He looks like the lids we use on what? Thanksgiving. <laughs> he looks like that. But, it, but it's not lids, it's aluminum foil. Like, you know, everybody Definitely knows. Like everybody knows when, when you know you grew up in the black community, the lid on Thanksgiving for all the dishes is aluminum foil. It looked like the Tin okay. Man. He just, I, I don't know what he's doing. Nobody I can figure out what, what he's doing. You, you like it? I I love it. You know what I'm saying? He look unbothered. He look like he's not giving the F. He's in his own world. He's doing what the F he want. He's sipping on his champagne. He minding his damn business. You know what I'm saying? He's going to go home to his beautiful wife and his beautiful kids. I, I don't see the problem. He's going to scare him with that, that, that aluminum Listen, foil outfit. When a person makes a conscious decision to do something like this, and he owns it the way Kanye was his own in there. I can't do nothing but applaud him. Oh, you know that big fat suit that people used to wear all the time? The big styrofoam looking glitter fat? That's, nah, what, that's exactly what it looks like. I grew up like. in an area where people wore fat suits. Yeah, now nah, they wear the outfits to, to make them. Anyway. No, that was one time Missy Elliott did that in the video and it was black, sir. No, that wasn't what I'm talking about. What are you talking about? You know they had the big outfits on that people would use to work out to make them lose weight. You know what he looked like? Remember them Orville Redenbacher popcorns when you could put them in and like the silver would just pop, 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 pop and get real big? Yep. That's what That's, he looked like. Yeah. But who cares? Nah. This man look unbothered. How he even get his beard silver? He got silver all in his ears. Like, he really committed to this, man. 
Yeah. What is the role, though? What was the point? I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Well, that is your rumor report. When we come back, we got front page news. We'll tell you about sports. A lot going on in sports. Nick's Friday head coach will tell you about it. Uh, and your favorite football teams and Juice World. We got to tell you about that when we come back. So don't move. Angelie's out. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, in sports, the Falcons beat the Panthers, Ravens beat the Bills, the Browns beat the Bengals. Uh, there was a rumor that uh, Odell said he wants to get traded, too. Uh, the Packers beat the Redskins, the Broncos beat the Texans, the Vikings beat the Lions, 49ers beat the Saints. That was a high-scoring game, 48-46. The Jets beat the Dolphins, the Buccaneers beat the Colts, the Chargers beat the Jaguars, Steelers beat the Cardinals, Kansas City Chiefs, they beat the Patriots. Wow, 23-16. The Titans beat the uh, Raiders, 42-21, and the Rams beat the Seattle Seahawks, 28-12. And in Monday Night Football, the Giants take on the Eagles. So, Charlemagne. Yes. Let me ask you a question. Who you want to win tonight? Well, you know I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's correct. Uh, we're currently number one in the NFC least. I call it the least because uh-huh. all of them suck. But tonight, I would love if it was a tie ball game. I would love that if it nah. ended up in, in a tie ball game. That'd be amazing. Nah, nah. We want the Giants to win tonight. No, I would love for it to be a tie. And in boxing, Anthony Joshua, he uh, wins the rematch with Andy Ruiz Jr. Did you see the fight? I did watch the fight. I was at my daughter's cheerleading competition, but I had a the zone app downloaded on my phone. I was very disappointed in Andy Ruiz. I actually thought Andy Ruiz was going, um, going to win the rematch up until this week when I saw him show up at the weigh-in at 280 plus pounds. Right. And he was supposed to show up to training camp in July, but he didn't come until September. And after the fight, he said he got caught up in the fame of it all. They said he went out and bought a Rolls Royce. So he was just living his life like it was golden. <laughs> and Anthony Joshua, uh, you know, he he, he won. He, he he won the fight. But, I mean, look, when you take an ass cutting the way you took an ass cutting in the first fight, I wanted to see him do a little bit more, like right. maybe a little bit more damage to, um, to Ruiz. But he won the fight. So now he can go back to ducking um, Deontay Wilder. And Tyson Fury. He's definitely going to duck Wilder. You know, I, I highly doubt you'll ever see the Deontay Wilder fight. All right. And also, the Knicks uh, fire head coach, David Fisdale. Um, I mean, the Knicks suck right now. I mean, there's nothing they can do. I don't think that's going to matter. But they're looking for some uh, other new coaches. Mark Jackson's name is in, in the hat. Uh, Jeff Van Gundy, his name is in the hat. And Why would y'all want that stress, man? Mark Jackson, I know you're a God-fearing man. Ain't enough prayers in the world to make the Knicks better. I think Mark could do a good job. Uh, and then also Becky Hammond, who is a, a assistant coach for the Spurs, and uh, she's looked at maybe for possibly being the head coach for the Knicks as well. By the way, uh, the New York Knicks and the Dallas Cowboys are proof that the Illuminati is not real. Right, because mean? James Dolan and Jerry Jones make all of this money. Mm-hmm. They got two of the most uh, valuable franchises in the whole world, and they've been sucking for 20-plus years. They definitely right, suck. If it was just that easy, it could be a quick blood sacrifice, and we'd be winning Super Bowls and NBA championships. You're right. All right. And lastly, we have to send a rest in peace to Juice World. He passed away Sunday. Uh, at the age of 21, he just turned 21 on uh, last Monday. So we got to say rest in peace. Uh, we don't know what happened. Uh, he was coming in from a flight from California to Chicago. He landed, and as he was walking through the airport, he had a seizure. Mm. Uh, they rushed him to the hospital, and he was pronounced dead uh, a short time later at the hospital. All right, so rest in peace and condolences to his family and friends. Yeah, man, everybody's uh, rushing to say that. You know, it was drug use, and it possibly could have been, but I just don't want people to think that, you know, drug use is the only thing that causes seizures. Because that's not true. You can have epilepsy, you mm-hmm. can have a lack of sleep, it can be unusual activity in your brain, it can be brain tumors, it can be stress, it's all types of things that cause seizures. Right. 
So that is your front page news. I didn't, I didn't know Juice World like that. I met him when he came to the Breakfast Club uh, back in April. Mm-hmm. We, we had a good conversation when he was up here. I, I, I dug his energy a lot. You know, um, he 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 has no problem talking about uh, trying to stay mentally healthy. Correct. As well as, well as his battles with um, drugs. Drugs. Mm-hmm. I, I, if I remember correctly, I thought he said he was off drugs though. At that time, yeah. So we don't. We we honestly we don't know. And what we're gonna do when we come back is we're gonna get that interview back on. It was a great conversation. It was a pleasant young man. So if you missed it, we're gonna get our conversation with Juice World back on. Rest in peace and condolences to his family and friends again. Um, and we're gonna get his joint on too. So if if you don't know who Juice World is or you're not familiar with his music, keep a lock up. We're gonna fill you in. We can come back and we're gonna replay that interview when he stopped doing April once again. Probably one, my son's one of his favorite artists. So. He was very upset about that. So, when we come back, we're going to get that on. So, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, rest in peace to Juice World. He passed away uh, on Sunday. But he stopped through earlier this year in April, and we had a, a, a great conversation with him. We're going to get that back on. So, ladies and gentlemen, Juice World when he was on The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, sir. Juice World. Yo, what's good? Welcome, it's good sir. to be here, man. It's a blessing. Congrats sure. on all your success, man. Appreciate you, You bro. had a number one record with Lucid Dreams and a number one album with yes, uh, Death Race for Love. Yep. Yes, sir. How does that feel? Man, I, it's really just a blessing to me, man. I just, you know, obviously I'm I'm happy and it's, you know, it makes my day that that's those are the stats. But mm-hmm. I just kind of take that and just... You know, use that to even aim for higher next time, you know? Lucid Dreams was the smash. Mm-hmm. Everybody loved Now, what was the idea and the feeling of, of Lucid Dreams? It's funny, because I really, I wrote that song in like 15 minutes. And then on the original mixtape that it was on, I didn't think that was going to be the smash. I had a song called Moonlight, and I thought that was going to be the smash. Mm-hmm. But Lucid Dreams, the one that blew up, so... And you can like, relate to a heartbreak, too. Yeah, yeah like. for sure. For and sure. I don't feel like a lot of guys express that to no me. no no and and the people that do like people be ready to make fun of them for it when they got the same feelings they just scared to say it you know but like i didn't know that many people was going to be able to relate to heart it, it surprised me how many people related to that song you know like, everybody has their heart broken but they don't talk about but it a lot of people don't Especially talk guys. about it though. girls talk about it but guys don't do songs yeah. like yeah. expressing how heartbroken they were and and all of that they don't do that you so. have to be tough so I'm j- saying, but being a real like if you really if you 100 percent a real, that means you're not afraid to show right. your emotions. It's I a agree. balance. It's a balance of everything. It's not just toughness. You feel me? Like you got to really. It's a balance of all attributes. Mm-hmm. I always feel like guys act like they moved on. They're good. Oh, it wasn't that big well, a they deal. Be butt they hurt, start man. dating right Absolutely. away. But they really do be upset at home alone. Like yeah. <laughs> be butt hurt. That's what I love about y'all generation, man. Y'all not afraid to express y'all feelings and y'all yeah, true emotions. Sure. Why, why do you think that is? I feel like it's just the evolution of man. You think that the definition of what a man was supposed to be was f***ed up throughout the years? Hell yeah, just because we're not perfect. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. Like, technically speaking, as far as, like, everybody, they think the definition of a real n- is somebody that's just tough. That's like, actually a criminal. Savage. Yeah, 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 a savage, a killer or something. Like, not somebody that's taking care of all their responsibilities. Right. Not somebody that don't tell a lie, that don't, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's all f- it treats people with respect. Yeah, exactly. It's all f***ed up. It's all mixed up. Do so. you talk to your friends about things that you're going through, or is it more expressed in your music? It depends. I mean, I'm almost definitely not afraid to speak my mind. So, like, if I know that person has went through the same thing, then I may come to that person like, yo, what did you do in this situation? Because I'm going through this. So, like, it all depends. Sometimes I just leave it in the music, though, and 
when I when I release it, it be people hitting me up like, "What you went through this? I went through this, bro. I'm praying for you. I'm saying whatever mm-hmm. the case. So like, yeah. Yeah, but how soon did people switch up on you after that? Oh, what? Look, they switched up before that. Because I had I so for a short period of time in between like, so pretty much that man over there, G Money, that's the person that discovered me and really blew me up. What up, G Money? Took me to the label. That's the CEO right there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So my big brother. So. It was a time and period before me and him started going to different labels. It was like, what, like a month? We was back at home. And I had a little money in my pocket. I came up on a little money. I came up on like $20,000. And everybody was sucking when I got back home. And I don't even know how. It was somebody with me when I got the money. And I think they went and told everybody that had $20,000. How'd you get it? How'd you get it? It was just, I had, I had did some business. Like, I had signed to, like, I did some business with my big brother. Like, he, I signed a contract. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, it was just a little something. But, like. Everybody was on my d- I got back home. I woke up the next morning. My phone blown up. Like, what you on? Let's smoke. Let's do this. Let's, like, nah, I'm staying in the crib. Me much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, bro, that's weird, bro. Did you move out the hood quickly? Yeah, I mean, I wasn't. My OG moved me away from that environment a while back. But, from Chicago? Yeah. Smart mm-hmm. move. For sure. Yeah. You go back Did home you a lot? You had, you... Nah, not no more. I, if anything, if anybody I want to see, I, I just tell them to come to me. I fly them to me. But the haters too real? Yeah, but Chicago is like crabs in a bucket, mm-hmm. and you know, motherfucker try to get out. Everybody else in the bucket gonna do everything they can to stop that person. Kanye was planning to move back to Chicago for a second. For yeah. a second, it didn't happen. I feel like he should be saying whatever idea come off the top mm-hmm. at that moment. He'd be freestyling. Yeah. <laughs> he freestyle life. That <laughs> freestyle life. <laughs> so you wrote this last album in five days, right? Well, freestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, but it was. Here's the thing, though. Like people kind of took that the wrong way. They took it as me not trying. When really, like I said, Lucid Dreams. I wasn't rushing to write that song. I wrote it in 15 minutes. Some of the best songs I've like dropped, I've made in like 15, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's just off the strength of my work ethic, like. Ideas come to me real fast, so and not thinking too hard about mm. like exactly. let me change this, let me do that. It yeah. kind of just flows. That's a talent. Thank you. How'd Thank you start? You. How'd you start rapping? Cause I seen a video of you you rapping for over an hour, freestyling for an hour. So how, yeah. how did you start rapping? <laughs> that was on Tim Westwood show. Tim Westwood. Um, Tim Westwood. I ain't gonna lie, it really started cause my mom was she used to be super strict when I was like a little kid on the music I could listen to, and I used to go over my cousin's crib and bump Wayne, Gucci, Jeezy. Mm-hmm. And I come back home and be reciting the lyrics in my head and forget some of them, and then I just add my own lyrics in there to fill it. Mm-hmm. And then that's just how I started. I was like four, five years old doing that. So like, eventually I just I think I I started freestyling on some random, shit and I got good at it. I always wanted to make it somehow. I used to play sports and shit too though. Mm-hmm. So I what wanted sport? uh basketball and baseball. Okay. I had to work hella hella hard to be good at basketball, but baseball came naturally, and I thought. Really, I thought that's what I was going to do. Mm-hmm. But um, high school, that team sh- didn't really work out. But I don't know. It just ain't really. I think in high school, I wasn't eligible with some sh- when it came to tryouts. What sh- grades? Yeah, yeah. I, w- I always tested high. Very, very intelligent person. But I couldn't. I wasn't one of them because sh- I could just sit in the in the classroom and just focus on the teacher talking to me. I couldn't do that. So you get sent to the office for disrupting class all the time? No, I wasn't even, like, bad or nothing. I'd just be in there just not, not paying attention. Right. They yeah. said you had ADD when you were younger. Yeah, supposedly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They put you on anything for it? For sure. Or at, uh, Adderall? You know, they love putting little kids on that shit, These little black kids from the hood. Of course. Yeah. They love doing that. You know they put me on that shit. They Adderall. Look, <laughs> That's that, crazy. it started out with Folkland. I didn't... Well, I've been on all that Folkland. 
What's the Ritalin, mm-hmm. uh, Vyvanse, Adderall, all that just, They tried to put me on Ritalin. That's how did you, <laughs> how did you start taking it? I, I I really stopped taking it on my own even before my mama knew. I used to just she used to pack it with my breakfast. So I eat my breakfast in there, and then she had my pills wrapped up. And then I was, I was supposed to take them after I eat. I used to just throw them away. Mm. That's that's crazy. That tell you something because that when was that like fifth sixth grade? Mm-hmm. I did not like the way that shit made me feel. Like, you knew it was some bull. Yeah, because look, I take it right, and then. For like 15 minutes, I'll be the most social person ever. I'll be cracking jokes. You know what I'm saying? Acting like a little ass kid, like I'm supposed to act. Mm-hmm. 15 minutes pass, and then all my personality will be gone. Crash. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like a zombie, and I wouldn't eat. I'd be irritated. I'm like, bro, and they giving this to a fifth grader. Like, that's really crazy mm-hmm. if you think about it. Like, they medicating little kids. And you know what was the wildest part about all that? That ain't even making me do the work. You know, like, <laughs> what am I taking that for right. if it's not improving anything, you know? And I remember in high school, I still had it. And I remember people used to bust down my line trying to get me to sell it to them. Yeah. Really? And I'm like, wow, y'all actually like this yeah. Like, that damn near ruined my childhood a little mm-hmm. bit. Like, ain't ruined it, but it made it less enjoyable because kill your personality. Mm-hmm. But they say that you make, like, sad music, right? Yeah. So is that maybe because of a result of that, those, you know what I mean? I mean, that's just a part of me touching on emotions that people really be scared to touch on. All right, we got more with Juice World When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, Rest in peace to Juice World. We're getting on his interview that he did with us. He stopped through in April earlier this year. Great conversation, and uh, let's get that back on. Part two of our interview with Juice World. Yee. How many times have you had your heart broken? Honestly, mm, probably like once or twice. Just once or twice? Yeah. I feel like that high school <laughs> don't count. That <laughs> over-exaggerated. Yeah. I had, but you I, feel it still. It still hurt, though. It still hurt, but, but I ain't gonna lie, when I look back on it, it's like, <laughs> damn. Yeah, yeah, like it's three years ago. It's like, what was you doing? <laughs> How old are you? Twenty? Yeah. Come on, man. Like three years ago. I like age, three years ago. You still, sh- you still stunting on whoever that girl is right now. I mean, I ain't, I ain't gonna say I'm not, but like, <laughs> <laughs> I bet you won't block on the gram. You wanted to see them new cars. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you won't do that. It's just like, I, even, even though it's only been, you know, what I'm saying, only been a couple years. I feel like. It's a year after you graduate out of high school that you mature a whole lot because that's when you figure out what the f*** you finna do next. Mm-hmm. Some people take a year off. Some people go straight to college. Mm-hmm. I took a year off. I wasn't. I was trying to delay college as much as possible. Did you go to school? Uh, no, I graduated high school mm-hmm. all straight, but like I ain't go to college. Mm-hmm. I, I got a job though right after high school. What job? I worked at uh, this car factory on some eight miles. I okay. swear to God, <laughs> that was so depressing though. Why? Because it's like so. Say me and you. You know what I'm saying? Say we work at the same place, mm-hmm. and say we we making we making car handles or some. Mm-hmm. Shit. It's repetitive. And it's like, say you 60 years old, and I'm no, pre- I'm 40. And you and you are. <laughs> okay, I get it. Say look, look, though. I get what you're saying. And then I and then I have a conversation with you, and some of these motherfuckers was telling me, yeah, I've been here for 15 years, Lord, 20 years. I just got here and I'm working the same shit as you working. And the only difference between me and you is you got uh, just a little bit more benefits and you could be sick a day and I can't. Now, how was the tour with Nikki? That was lit. 
Y'all yeah. didn't get to perform no shows. Every, no, he time, did. every time we look up, it's like the show it was canceled. canceled. Yeah. Show canceled. Well, did you perform during those shows when it was canceled? When she canceled? Um, it wasn't. It was. It was. It was deeper than that. It was like the some of the some of the venues that we went to didn't have the capacity <clears throat> to deal with all the production. What we gonna do? Have like a a dark show? Like mm -hmm. a, you know, what I'm saying like acapella show or something? Like it was it was malfunctioning. So like worst kind of worst. That had to get pulled. Nobody yeah. knew that beforehand, though? Like, they didn't pick proper venues? No, they said they, they, they it was the really the venue, folks. They said everything was going to be cool, I guess. And shit ain't, you know? Shit, I just know that was, it was an experience. It was a learning experience. That was really my first time. I did, like, two or three stadiums before that. That was, like, my first time doing consistent stadiums, mm -hmm. though, night after night. It had to get to a point where you, when them shows kept getting canceled, you was like, God damn, again? It had to be. <laughs> but it's only, what, three shows, right? Yeah, it wasn't that many. Oh, okay. It seemed like it was more than <laughs> <laughs> he, like, so he, he, he acting like it's the whole damn tour. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, <laughs> you following on the, in, like, social media, you like, damn. But you know, but you know social media be blowing But it wasn't, it, it was like two, three shows max. If mm -hmm. it was their fault, they would have got sued, truthfully. Like, yeah, if it was your I'm fault, glad. promoters would have been suing. But see, but we ain't get touched. Yeah. Did Nicky handpick you? Yeah, that's the homie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. That tour, that was fun. But the one thing I don't with is that food over there, bro. Well. Everywhere over there. Every <laughs> everywhere Come on, over that's there. impossible. <laughs> everywhere, you know. They think, G Money, they think I'm capping. Hey, we was McDonald's trapping for the longest. Yeah. Praying that the sauces. Big Mac would taste like how it tastes back home. Like, <laughs> I'm cool. I ordered a McDouble. That it had some yellow sauce and jalapenos. <laughs> It wasn't sauces. mustard, bro. It wasn't mustard. I don't like know what it was. Sauces. I didn't even want to find out. I Damn. That was, a, that, was, that was a disgruntled employee in the I, back. You know what? You, <laughs> 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 Hell no. Good thing I ain't tried that <laughs> then. <damn laughs> shit. Always Maybe do the kid menu. Next time you go to kid menu, always get chicken fingers and french fries. There's always nah, a kid see, menu. But that's what I eat. Here. I was gonna say, yeah. Maybe you're just not that experimental and when I it feel comes like, to food. And I, I'm not I'm not objective <laughs> trying shit, but like I'm not finna go out my way to do that shit, though. Mm. My girl be trying to make me try shit and stuff. I don't, I don't play around. How long like you been with your girl? Eight months now. Nah. Eight months. You living in LA and you're not eating healthy yet? You ain't man, green man. juicing with everything? And I'm not finna your sell my grow. soul, man. <laughs> sell my soul to the <laughs> vegan <laughs> god. <laughs> That's funny as hell. Juice world. How did you get the name Juice world anyway? I had the haircut. Mm -hmm. I had that pock haircut. Oh. Back when I was a sophomore, uh, freshman in high school. And then uh, I, I, I was obsessed with that movie. Flat top with the deep part down yeah, the middle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was obsessed with that movie, too. Juice. Juice movie, yeah. But no, Why I, you think you're selling your soul for not eating healthy? For eating healthy? I was joking. I feel like, I, obviously, it, I could improve my diet somewhat because I'd be eating trash. But I'm going to send him some of my juices, the pressed juices. But you see, but that it. tastes good. What, you see that? What, P, that G-Money? He out there, ain't he? He be drinking all type of green, nasty Now you're like, I'm going to send it to you. He be drinking, like, what's that, kale water and all? Oh, yeah. no, some, it's some but to keep your skin clear, to keep your energy up, you know what I'm saying? I I, I take care of my skin very well, though. Mm -hmm. I take uh. care of my teeth. I take care mm -hmm. of, like, everything except my diet. I'm mm -hmm. straight. Everything is diet, man. It's all about what you put in your body. Oh. Like, just like how you put stuff in your brain. Yeah. Thing. Now, right. how did you meet your girlfriend? I, eventually, we just linked. I, I was talking to her on Instagram for over a year, mm -hmm. but not even on no flirting. It was like, oh, this this song sound hard. Keep up the good work. Type hey, was really hard. Wasn't no catfish though. Oh, I can tell. <laughs> mm -hmm. I never get got. She bad? Yeah, of course. Well, ask him if his girl is bad, man. <laughs> oh, what's her ground? Got it. Got it. How you know she's not finessing you though? Come on, man. People, oh, you know these things. And if she is, 
She's doing a good job because I can't tell. <laughs> you got some songs about her on the album? She the one? Uh, yeah, for sure. Them, that's, that's what them is about, pretty much. Mm-hmm. It's funny, for the longest time, like, like I said, it wasn't no flirtation mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. I was actually, when we first, when she first messaged me, I was actually with somebody else. Mm-hmm. And so it was just, I don't know, every now and then we'd just be talking. And eventually it just became more consistent. Mm-hmm. And we linked. And then, is it worth having a girl now, though? Especially with your success I, I rising? Feel like, I feel like that's, not to make it sound like it's all about money. I don't know. I feel like that's more convenient. If you found somebody that's all for you versus somebody that really just wants you because of, like, a groupie, like a super fan, mm-hmm. like, motherfucker be crazy. Motherfucker mm-hmm. not your chain, take your phone, with all type of shit. Take pictures of you while you sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's happened. It's it's on display for people to see and learn from. Like that shit happened. That's happened to you? No, nah, hell no. Okay. That'll never happened. never in a billion. No one ever years. took a picture of you sleep? No. Oh, you know what? Somebody took a picture of me and my girl sleep on a plane. It was so weird. Mm-hmm. And I seen it posted on like a little fan page or something. It was so weird. Right. I was sleep that? on my way back from Europe mm-hmm. and you know, it's like the first class seats you know, like how the beds. With the beds are, bed. yeah. Yeah, so we sleep in a and somebody walk past and take a picture and post it. That's that shit down there made my skin itch. Like, mm-hmm. You wouldn't think anybody would do that. No, nah, and that's like, because I mean, I feel like it's only so far people will go. Mm-hmm. And it's like a couple lines that I expect people not to cross. Mm-hmm. One is when you eating. When you pissing in the bathroom, mm-hmm. somebody walk, somebody has done that to me, though. Recently, <laughs> I was pissing. They walk in asking for a picture. I'm bro, my is out. Move around. <laughs> like, that's the picture they want. What if you say that? That's the picture I want. That's why I asked you for the picture. He gonna, he, he, gonna have to, he gonna have to find somebody that participate in that lifestyle. That's not how this go over here. All right, I'm good, man. That's not how it go over here. So that's and then while you sleep, like that's mm-hmm. weird as hell. I don't like that. Like that's obsessive. All right, we got more with Juice World when he stopped through the Breakfast Club in April. Again, rest in peace to Juice World and condolences to his family and friends. It was a great conversation. We're gonna get that back on when we come back. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. That was Lucid Dreams. Shout to Juice World and rest in peace. He stopped through earlier this year in April. We had a great conversation. Um, and we're going to get that back on. Again, condolences to his family and friends. This is part three of our interview with Juice World. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. You know what's interesting about you, man? Like, I always, you know, I hear you talk about, like, you know, mental health and stuff yeah. like that. But it seems like you're a very big protector of your energy and your peace of mind. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's that's what I've learned, mm-hmm. you know. And I just got here. I'm a year in this game. I've I've learned that so far. Yeah. And it's just the beginning. So Did I you know. always know that, though? Did you always know, like, how to keep peace of nah, mind? Nah, nah, nah. Because even some of the people I used to hang with, we used to be on, you know, we used to fight. We used to be on web. Like, mm-hmm. We used to be in the streets. So, like, that's not practicing that. Mm-hmm. You know? That's hey, not practicing that. You have a song called Syphilis, right? Out of mm-hmm. all diseases, why did you choose syphilis? Because I always talk about... Um, Maybe Charlamagne. one he had. <laughs> he said, I always talk about... I said syphilis because I, I really, I had recorded the song before I even made the name for it. I remember I was like, bitch, I'll be sick of this syphilis, that nigga tripping, then I'm going to get rid of him. And I, after that, I was like, pause it. I was like, we going to name this song syphilis. It was just a random... <laughs> I think I was stoned or something. It was some random... <laughs> you know? And that's how that's how that song got that name. But, oh, so you never had it? Yeah, what? <laughs> Got it. Are you rapping off real life experience? I'm no. like, my goodness. What I said, nope, don't nobody ever did that. 
I don't know, man. That's how do you know? Know. <laughs> what are the signs of syphilis anyway? I don't even know. I ain't never had to find out because I don't got that. <laughs> that I was never... your question. They like, what's the signs oh, of syphilis? Oh, God. What y'all thought I was finna do? Get the name on no? <laughs> You never had no STD ever? <laughs> Uh, uh, uh. Lying. No, he's lying. lying. I can tell by the way you uh-uh. just paused. Chlamydia. I played the fifth, Little man. Little gonorrhea, he's probably. Come on, look. He's throwing in my mixing pot. It's curable. It's curable. Yeah, I mean, I feel like everybody, if you out there and you claim you knocking <laughs> down, you gonna get got, probably. Oh, my God. You gonna God. get got. I never had nothing, thank God. You lying, He I never swear. got tested. You never got tested, though. They got tested. Tested. No, I got tested yeah, once. I got tested for HIV once. once. No, twice, right, so twice, look, twice. So look, you know that. It lives dormant in you. That's what you're about to tell me. Yeah, your ass could damn to have a plethora <laughs> of he different. Tested his wife. So his wife got pregnant three times. She got tested, so he just feels like he ain't got nothing. Yeah, and the earwax test. Don't follow this. The earwax test, you dig in your ear, get a little wax on your finger, and then you put it in her. If she jump, <laughs> she got something. So you leave it alone. Don't the nastiest part is that you have wax in your ears. Gross. You never that sound disgusting. Hell Don't try no. That. What's that? An old remedy? Some <laughs> that's like something somebody great grandma I'm gonna say. <laughs> what do they do now when you get burned? Like how do they fix that? What uh, do they do now? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Look. Okay. Uh oh. No, look. This not. This not about me though. So. <laughs> No, dead ass. Look, on my brother's grave, I saw the guy on everything. Your homie got it. Oh, it was. No, look, he ain't even had nothing, but he went to go get tested because he ain't know. They had to stick the thing in his Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's why I asked you how they do it now, because back in that's what they used to have to do. They still do they that. Still oh, it depends on the place, though. It depends on the place, though. What did he say it felt like? He was limping out that bitch. <laughs> I don't I just, know how we got here. <laughs> I know, right? Because he got a song called Syphilis. Yeah, hey, there you go. <laughs> you said on your dead who's grave? On my, on my dead brothers, on my dead homies. Oh, like, okay, okay. Yeah, I, lo- I like that's just coming from Chicago. I mm-hmm. lost a couple people, mm-hmm. but it's just a part of that lifestyle. I had to make a change, like mm-hmm. so. You know, it's too many statistics, and if I can help some of my peoples and myself, I'm not gonna we're not gonna end up in that situation. Mm-hmm. Like, cause that's just it's too common. But that's smart to have the wherewithal. Like, okay, I got all this money now. Yeah, I can't go back to the hood because a lot of people's mentality is I'm going right back to the hood. Oh, they I love fire people. You can ins- no, nah, it really be the stunt though, mm-hmm. like. That's how people, is it worth your life type shit? Like mm-hmm. Somebody, somebody that's not even your op could just see you, not know you, but like know who you are and want what you have and kill you because they don't have it. Absolutely. And this shit you up this week, huh? Man, what? That shit my whole head up. And I'm just like, damn. And then I got to watching everybody, six cents on it, everybody saying that, um, oh, it was the government or yeah, it was. CB stuff and all. Yeah, like, bro, ain't, ain't the time to be to be throwing out conspiracy theories, man. That's damn near, that's low-key damn near trying to avoid what's been, what's been going on right. for forever. Absolutely. Which is us killing each other. Exactly. Yeah. I do want to ask a question about, you know, rappers, you know, and, like, do you feel like they underestimate the power they have to help eliminate stigmas like mental health in the black of community? Of course, of course. Mental health in the black community is an issue. I got homies that they come, they come to me not saying they think they got anxiety. But I know back in the day, especially the area that I used to hang with them at, they come to their mama tell them they got anxiety. She gonna be what? Or oh, that's the devil in you. We going to church or you know they go to their dad. Their dad tell them smoke a blunt. You know what I'm saying? So like it's a it's a big issue that's not touched. What do you tell your homies when they come to you now and they say I got anxiety? They be like you know they be saying like that. They hair fucked up. They don't know what to do. And I really be hitting them like. You know what I'm saying? I'm here. If you want to talk, you know, we could chop it up all you want. But I'm like, I just try to help them see their options. You recommend therapy to them, anything like that? Some t- like once or twice I didn't did that, but a lot of people ain't from them. 
go to therapy. I don't, I don't know. Therapy. I don't know how I feel about it though. Therapy? Like the whole concept of it. I don't know. Like it's the same thing as you telling your homie you want that you want to talk to me. Is this fine? Is this going? It's find somebody to talk to, bitch. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I feel. I feel like some bad therapists probably ruined it for a lot of them. Cause some of them, I, don't, I feel like they don't even they don't even got themselves together. Mm. Yeah. You know what I realized with therapy? If like you can't go there expecting answers. Oh, hell no. So you go in there just to talk. You go in there, and a lot of times when you explain something, I guess it's kind of like freestyling. When you explain yeah. something, you kind of find the answers within you just talking yeah, to somebody. Yeah, within you getting it out there. Yeah, yeah for sure. Freestyling I mean, is probably like therapy for you anyway. Oh, yeah, for sure. But thank you for joining us, sir. Yeah, man. For sure. Pleasure's when mine. When the last time you told your, your homeboys that you loved them and you appreciate them and you value them, man? Charlamagne wants a hug. <laughs> no, for real, I think that all... <laughs> no, on some real shit. Also, also, we be giving also, black men, black we gotta man. do that more to each other. Man. <laughs> no, no Charlamagne, I'll make sure. Black, give black man a hug. I love you, brother. I value <laughs> you. Oh, you. Go. <laughs> All right, there All you right. go. So, so, you know All right. Mean? No, but also real <laughs> though. Every time I talk to my homies, even if I'm busy and I just send them a text message that like you know I ain't even really finna look for a couple of days. I'm really busy. I'd be like, yo, keep your head up. Mm-hmm. Stay strong. Love you. Hit me if you need anything. Word, like I, man. I make there sure you I, you know what I'm saying? All, especially all the people that really stay down and that's mm-hmm. still with me authentic, you know, authentically and not like on no artificial I make sure that yeah, I... Make your bros hug. Y'all hug, man. Y'all do hug. <laughs> Rick, turn, turn the camera on. Hug. Tell your brother you value him. And you appreciate him. Y'all tough for no reason, yeah, man. man. Love y'all. He Spread the love. You can't put hell down. Get the depth. Get the depth. Get the dap. Get the dap. Stop trying to force people to hug all the time. Juice world. Get the dap. It's the Breakfast Club. Come on. It means the same thing to us. Get the dap. All right. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee. Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Yee is out. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Keisha Cole. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, Keisha Cole, congratulations. She had a baby a couple of weeks ago. And you remember this classic from Keisha Cole? Play a snippet. And I can't believe you're hurting me. I met your girl. What a difference. What you see in her, you ain't seen in me. But I guess it was all just make-believe. Oh, love. Never knew. Here's my part. Here it goes. Okay. Hey, hey. Now, uh, apparently, Keisha Cole is upset with OT Genesis. And that's because he did the song over. I used to think that I wasn't fly enough. Because the homies told me I wasn't wide enough. But now I'm sitting back trying to figure out how to cock it. Hey, 
First of all, that is the opposite of love. All right. And secondly, I don't want to hear that during the holiday season. Third of all, uh, he is celebrating the gang culture a little bit too much on that record for my liking. Uh, fourth of all, I can hear the remix Blood. That's coming from somebody really soon. And fifth of all, uh, I don't understand why Keisha Cole would be mad. Well, I would mad. like to hear. I would like to hear why she's mad. But because all that's gonna do is help her record. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, OT Genesis actually wants to do a duet with Keisha Cole, and Keisha Cole hasn't responded as of yet. Now, if you haven't heard the whole uh, OT Genesis joint, it's pretty funny. How, um, how you know Keisha not blood, though? Mm, maybe Keisha that's the reason why she's upset. You All think right. so? Mm, I'm not sure. Well, I'm going to play the full version. In There's the a mix full version? Yeah, the full version. Oh, that's a real song. Yes, he did a real I'm song. Video and everything. I, I will say this about OT Genesis. He does not get a lot of enough credit for being as talented as he is. OT Genesis that's is correct. making some banging-ass records. He does. Every year he like, comes I with, mean, with a banger. Every year. Some, even the records that don't really pop off, pop off like that be dope. Mm-hmm. He writes really good hooks. Yep. All right. And also, congratulations to Iggy Azalea. It looks like that she is six months pregnant. That's what they're saying. It's a rumor report, and that's what they're saying. They're saying her and her boyfriend, Playboy Cardi, are expecting a child. So congratulations to them. It seems like the baby should be here March. All right. And lastly, uh, Beyonce just posted a bunch of pictures uh, promoting her her Ivy, uh, what is it, Ivy League? What is it called? Ivy Park. Ivy wow, Park. you disrespectful. That's you did that on purpose. What? You've do? You you've been saying Ivy Park the whole morning. I have. And now you said Ivy League trying to be funny. No, you I think didn't. it's cute? No. Beehive, if you think he's cute no, this no, morning. No, no, not at all. I'm not messing with Maybe it. you need a few stings this morning just to get just to be just to be checked a well, little bit. Well, actually, Dramos wrote it down, so maybe Dramos is playing the game, but you it know, has nothing good to do with it. Good and damn well is Ivy Park. Ivy Park, where it says Ivy Park, January 18th. So I'm, I'm assuming the new line is coming out January 18th. She has a bunch of pictures up, one with grills that say Ivy Park, one with braids that say Ivy Park, one with an earring that says Ivy Park, some new kicks uh, with the collab with Adidas that say Ivy Park. So, oh, that's stuff say Ivy Park, but yet you said Ivy League trying to be cute and disrespectful. I didn't. I didn't have it in my head. I just put it in my head. Beehive, go to DJ no, Envy page. Don't and just, give him, just give him a few, re- just give him a little quick reminder. Let him know. It was an accident. Let him know. Don't no, try no, it, no. baby boy. That was Dramos. Don't try it. Don't play with me. All right. And that is your rumor report. Now, who are you giving that donkey to? I, I hate when you do rumor report. It's not your fault, though. Um, what, what do you want me to do? Huh? Listen. What do you want me to do? Donkey <laughs> word. Thank you, Drum. Lord have mercy. Oh, my God. Goodness gracious. What do you want me to do? Lord. We should bring in... Uh, never mind. Listen, donkey of the week... You play too much. Donkey of the week. A donkey of the day is <laughs> going... You're all over the place now. Is, is, is going to uh, a school in Brooklyn. Let me name the school. What's the name of the school? PS321. There is a person that got fired from that school unjustly, and we will talk about it for after the hour, because you should never fire a teacher for telling the truth to students. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Charlemagne, say the gang, donkey of the day. You are a donkey. <laughs> it's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day does not discriminate. I might not have the song of the day, but I got the donkey of the day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, <laughs> hit me with the heat. Yeah, it's the breakfast club, bitch. Who's donkey of the day today? Well, donkey of the day for Monday, December 9th, goes to a school in Brooklyn called PS321. Uh, why is PS321 getting donkey today? Because they fired a substitute teacher for telling the truth. Let's go write the new 12 Brooklyn for the report to see this grave injustice that happened to this substitute teacher. 
And this next story could be a bit upsetting for our younger viewers. A Santa Claus conundrum in Park Slope. Parents say their first graders came home teary-eyed Monday after their teacher brought up a controversial belief about the big guy. Parents like Allison Meyerhands telling us that a staff member at PS321 told his five and six-year-old students that Santa and the Tooth Fairy aren't real. Shocked families say it happened during a lesson about convincing. The principal of PS231 telling us that this was a substitute teacher, but parents say it doesn't matter. In a letter sent out to parents, the principal says she is extremely upset to hear about what happened. She says they are investigating the staff member and that, quote, I guarantee you that this substitute will not be in class 1-216 again. A Santa Claus conundrum. What is the definition of conundrum? A confusing and difficult problem or question. What's confusing about this, people? Huh? It comes a point in time where we have to stop arguing against reality. Like, this is really disturbing to me because there's too many adults willing to play make-believe. And that grown game of make-believe y'all playing is ruining adults' lives in the real world, okay? Dear principal of PS321 in Brooklyn, Liz Phillips is her name. Salute to Liz Phillips. Uh, Liz Phillips, you couldn't pull this teacher to the side and tell them, look... Don't tell the kids that. Some of these kids have parents lying to them at home about Santa Claus and the Tooth Fairy. Let these kids live their lie. Mind your business and just stick to the lessons plans. That 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 could have been the conversation, but don't fire this person over telling the truth. Because guess what? Spoiler alert for everybody with kids in the car. Santa Claus and Change the Tooth Fairy. The Santa, Claus, Santa Claus and the Tooth Woo! Fairy are not real. Yes, they are. They do not exist. Yes, they are. Bah humbug. I have three daughters. I'm not lying to none of them about no fat white man who has a Change bunch of flying station. reindeer who comes down your chimney when you don't even got no goddamn chimney, who travels all through the world and gives you whatever you want as long as you make a list. You're nice, okay, and not naughty. And you leave out some damn chips to hoys and 2% milk. All right, I work too hard for my money to ever give credit to Santa Claus, but more importantly in America, we don't even have to go all over the world, just in America. In America alone, it's like 40 plus million people living in poverty. How cruel is it to teach those kids about Santa Claus? Okay? They all in school writing their lists, and the only people who actually get what they want on, on their list is kids whose parents can afford it? That's what I want to know. How do you explain to kids that Santa got uh, what y you wanted, but didn't get you what you want it. How do you say that? How do you explain that to two different kids when y'all both wrote a list? And the Tooth Fairy, please. Little white women with wings giving you money for your teeth. Once again, some families can't afford to exchange cash for teeth. How is this fair? Why are kids being fed these lies? If telling the truth about Santa Claus makes me a Scrooge, then buy a humbug, okay? If it makes me a Grinch, then I don't want to be the one who stole Christmas. I'll be the one who told the truth about Christmas. Not to mention, uh, you teach your kids not to lie, but you feed them lies throughout their whole youth. And then when they get older, you wonder why they don't believe in things like God. God. Okay, I'm dead serious. You teach your kids about God throughout their whole youth, and then when they get older, you wonder why they don't believe, right? Because you, you done taught them about Jesus and Santa and the Tooth Fairy, all these entities, uh, you know, too fictional, too that I believe in. But if a kid grows up and learns Santa and the Tooth Fairy aren't real, they probably going to question you about this God person, too. All right, moral of the story is we are gaining absolute, absolutely nothing by lying to kids about Santa Claus and the Tooth Fairy. And I can't believe in 2019 adults are getting fired by other adults for telling what we all know is the truth. If I was this substitute teacher, I would sue this school and demand that this school provides evidence that the Tooth Fairy and Santa Claus are real. If not, then this proves this firing was unjust. And question for all parents out there, seriously. 
Are you still teaching your kids about Santa because you know you can't get your kids what they want for Christmas? So when they don't get what they want, you know, you can just blame it on the fat white man from the North Pole? Okay, I have no problem with you blaming any white man for your poor economic conditions because you're probably right. But at some point this holiday season, someone has to explain to me the benefits of lying about Santa Claus and the Tooth Fairy. Is this a way to keep kids in line by telling them if you don't act right, Santa won't bring you what you want? Like, what is it? I think it's cruel to teach kids about Santa Claus, okay, if you can't afford to really be Santa Claus. Because all you're doing is making kids hate Santa. And they're going to be writing letters to this fictional character Santa like Riley Freeman did on the Boondock Season 1, Episode 7 of Huey Freeman Christmas. Remember when Riley wanted all the smoke with Santa? What are you doing? I'm writing a letter to Santa. Dear Santa. You are a bitch. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Dear Santa, you are a bitch ass. I heard the mall is hiring extra security to protect you. That's a bitch move, Santa. I'm coming for that ass again until you pay what you owe. Since 30 years, the Santa stalker. Think about that. All these fake Santas posted up in the mall. They got to take all the heat because they haven't been delivering all these years for all these different children. Please give PS321 in Brooklyn the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey of the day. You are the donkey of the Explain to me why this is okay. All right, well, Explain to me how you can fire an adult the because line. they told kids the truth. Let's open up the phone lines. Maybe he didn't tell them the truth. 800-585-1051. Babe, if you're listening in the car, this is a good opportunity to turn. Who is babe? My wife, if you got the kids oh. in the car. It's a great opportunity. Just change. You still tell your kids that Santa Claus is real? Santa Claus is real, bro. Who you telling me this, Caesar? <laughs> <laughs> See, you play too much. <laughs> Will you tell your kids Santa Claus is real? 800-585-1051. I need to know the benefits of why. What are the benefits of telling your kids Santa Claus is real? Santa Claus is real. Why, though? Tell me why. What? What? We'll, what? Why do you do that? We'll talk about it when we come back. All right. 800-585-1051. We'll talk about Santa and that real person that it is. He is not real. He now is stop. real. Stop. He is real. Why are you doing That's this? He's real. Okay. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Happy Holidays. From your friendly neighborhood bad guy, Charlemagne the God. Is the season to be petty? Ha 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 Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, this jerk I work with is trying to tell people out there that Santa is not real. Well, listen, here's the thing. Uh, PS321 in Brooklyn, they fired a substitute teacher because he told the students in the class that Santa Claus and the Tooth Fairy is not real. Like, this is when, you know, lies go too far. Like, you're going to fire the man for telling the truth? I Like, no. I don't, yes. have a, I don't have a problem with, you know, you wanting to teach your kids this lie. You know what I mean? But don't fire the man because he told him the truth. What's the point? Well, and I'm what are the benefits of telling your kids about Santa Claus? I'm sure there's some parents out there that their kids believe in Santa, and he just ruined their world. What grade was this again? Uh, sixth grade, I believe. Yeah, he, I'm sure he just ruined their world. Now, do my kids believe in Santa? Yes, they do. Absolutely, positively. Well, what's the benefits? I love, I love that kids look forward to something. They look forward to getting gifts, being good, uh, making cookies, baking cookies as a family, uh, decorating the tree, and all the things that come with Santa and Christmas. And also... 
for a lot of parents out there, this is a good way to make your kid act right. You know, around, I say October, December, they start acting up. Oh, you want gifts from Santa? You better, you know how Santa always sees who's naughty and nice? Kids act straight immediately. I love it. I okay. think it's fun. Okay. Check this out. Lil Chad and Lil Tyrone in class. Okay. Uh, Chad parents got more money than Lil Tyrone. Tyrone and Chad both right out there, their Christmas list to this Santa guy. Correct. All right? Chad gets everything he wants. Lil Tyrone don't get nothing but some socks. How do you explain to Lil Tyrone that Santa bought Lil Chad everything he wanted, but didn't bring you what you wanted, Tyrone? Well, is Tyrone good all year long? See what I'm saying? I'm that just asking a question. I'm that just asking a question. Exactly, that dumbness. That I'm dumbness. just asking a question. That dumbness. I'm just asking a question. That's, that's the stupid. Like, how do, you, how do you explain that? How do you explain that Santa bought you what you wanted, but didn't bring this other little kid what he wanted? Well, you know, Tyrone, Santa's helping a lot of kids that don't have this year. And since you're a good kid and 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 you understand, he's helping those kids that might not understand little Tyrone. Ty- little Tyrone, I'm one of those kids that ain't got nothing <laughs> ever, okay? I, what if little Tyrone wrote on his list, Santa, I want you to get my daddy a job for Christmas. Huh? <laughs> hey, Santa, I want you to help my mama through her chemo for Christmas. Oh, Santa grants all wishes, though. This all just you always get. He's just the the big fat Aladdin. He can do whatever he wants. Well, for those situations, little Tyrone, you gotta ask God. See what I'm saying? Oh, who God? Well, listen, ain't none of these coming through. Not God, not Santa. And now what, little Tyrone do? He angry as hell. He mad as hell. Well. I don't know what Lil Y'all got to stop this. Stop, I don't know stop what Lil this. Tyrone. But my stop kids this, believe in Santa, and I love their face. I love the experience. Uh, Christmas Eve every year, we ring the doorbell. My kids run to the door. There's gifts outside. They think that Santa dropped off some gifts and coming back. Are you going to make Caesar dress up in the Santa Claus outfit? Hey, shut up, year? man. I'm not messing with you. <laughs> Let's go to the phone line. Hello, who's this? This is Grant. Hey, what's up, man? We're talking about the benefits of parents talking about Santa. Yeah, and I, I, I when my kids were very young... I allowed them to believe that Santa Claus was real. Yes, I, I went along with the story. And I and the true story is I believed that Santa Claus was real when I was young. Me too. But Why? as my kids got older, as my kids got older, I let them discover on their own that that myth or that, you know, there, there was a purpose to that, which is, you know, to challenge reality, but not for me to destroy their dreams by there you go. Their, 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 their thing. Yep. I agree with you. Thank you, bro. Hello, who's this? This is Reggie. Hey, we're talking about Santa, bro. Yeah, I know that. But then you're sitting up there saying, don't teach your kids about Santa and Tooth Fairy. But do you teach your kids there's no God? No, I don't teach my kids there's no God. You got to mean you're wrong. You should. Why would I teach my kids there's no God? I'm confused. There's much more proof that God, there's much more proof that a God exists as opposed to Santa Claus. Where's the where's the proof of God? Uh, this planet that that we're on in the middle of the sky that's wow. rotating. <laughs> these trees that are growing up out of the ground. These birds that are flying in the sky. Hey, this thing you got called a body, okay? No, no, no. Okay, who made it then? No. Santa. Man, made, the universe is made by itself. Okay, no okay. doubt. By asteroids and everything. But then do your history, bro. No doubt. So I, no the uni- the universe is made God. by itself, but there's not a baby on this planet. There's not a baby on this planet that's made by itself. See? It's still got, you still got to take your penis and put it inside the woman and procreate. Something created those children. Something right. created this world. But I, but all that, but I believe in Santa. And Santa does exist, and so does the Tooth Fairy. Just want to tell you all that. But 800-585-1051. What are the benefits of parents telling their kids about Santa? Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey. 
Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, my jerk over here, a uh, uh, co-worker over here, does not believe in Santa. First of all, there's no such thing. No, 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 no. We're not about to have a conversation about does not believe in Santa. Yes, you Santa don't Santa Claus does not exist. All right, they're, they're like period. He does. He no. absolutely does. It's one thing you can have discussions with people about whether or not God exists, whatever, cool. But it's not a question of it's not believing. He does not exist. And I don't understand the benefit of continuing to lie to kids about Santa Claus and the Tooth Fairy. And I think that when we're firing adults like this man in Brooklyn at PS uh, 321, the substitute teacher who got fired for telling the kids Santa Claus wasn't real, that's going too far, bro. Right. But if you choose, whatever you choose to teach your, parents, your, your kids, that's fine. But don't don't teach my kids. My kids believe in Santa. They believe in the Tooth Fairy. They believe in the Easter Bunny. When y'all find a way. I love that way. they're magical and that they look forward to it and they make cookies and it shows loving and they help other kids as well. I love it. When y'all find a way to let all of these little poor kids get what they want for Christmas, just like these little rich kids get what they want for Christmas, then I'll then I'll I'll go along with you with this lie about the Santa. You, were raised. you wasn't you wasn't raised believing in Santa. No, don't try to change the subject. It was, but what? I was. I was grew up Joe Witness. See, that's the reason why I believe not, in Santa. Let's not change the subject. Santa, but Until y'all find a way. That make these little poor kids get what they want for Christmas the same way these little rich kids get what they want for Christmas when they write their list. Then I'll go along with you about this lie about Santa. Until then, stop. You can say that about everything. You can right, say that about everything. There's always going to be rich people and always going to be poor people. Always going to be people in between. Okay, but, then. But it's just the fantasy of believing in what could be there and that the fact that somebody... No! Them, and the fact that you if they're can't, good, no. you get those gifts. You can't put up a Christmas tree and tell the little poor kids, just believe what you want is under that tree. Have them riding on imaginary bicycles. You know what I'm <laughs> got time for that? Megan. Yes. Good morning, Megan. Good morning. What are the benefits of parents uh, of telling kids about Santa? Um, the appreciation that comes from the kids when they realize that their parents were really Santa all, all those years. And do, do your kids believe in um, Santa? Uh, I have one that does and one that doesn't. Okay. How does that work? A house divided cannot stand. How does that work? Well, I have a 10-year-old and a 5-year-old. And once my 10-year-old found out he wasn't real, I just made sure that, you know, she didn't tell her little sister. So her little sister could... How did the 10-year-old find out? It was that one year he didn't get what he wanted, huh? Um, kids in school, no, I'm, su- I'm sure. There was other kids, yep. yeah. And I, didn't, I wasn't going to lie to her. But, you know, all those years she never asked me, so I never told her. Okay. How can how can parents say they would never lie to their kids, but you've been lying to them about Santa their whole believe. life? Yo, my son found the elf on the shelf this weekend and oh. picked it up and was so mad because if you touch the elf on the shelf, it loses his magical powers. And he was so upset and crying, and my daughter had to Google, and if you put cinnamon around the elf on the shelf, he gets his magical powers back. Yeah, I didn't know that. But Santa, why are you looking at me like that? I think that the daddy, instead of cinnamon, is putting a little white powder called cocaine on the table somewhere, <laughs> and he's sniffing it because you sound crazy right now. All right. Well, okay. For, forget you. Diane. Yes. How go, are you? How are you? We're talking about Santa. Okay. Yes. You know what? Thank you very much for what you did because when I went through my divorce and I had my sons, I straight up told them there is no Santa Claus. In fact, you better pray to Jesus. That you get what you want because I am the real Santa Claus. That's right. I had to to prep my baby boy, though, because about that time he was in kindergarten. But I sat him down, told him what was going on. You can make your list, but I want you to pray to God because I am the real Santa Claus. But I told him, I said, now what you can't do is go to school and tell your little kindergarten friends there's no Santa Claus because you might upset some children in the classroom and I don't want the teacher calling me. 
But in the meantime, and in between time, no, I'm the real Santa. I told my mother, I said, as a single parent, I said, this is very stressful, and I'm telling my kids the truth. Of course, she thought it was horrible. Um, so Santa is a financial right thing for you. If you have Santa if you have is money, a financial thing for you, everybody. You Santa. It's a believing thing. These man, kids gotta shut believe. Up, man. They gotta believe. All right. all right, well, listen, all you poor kids out there, I want y'all to believe that y'all gonna get that Xbox this Christmas, and when you don't get it, I want y'all to still believe by sitting in front of a TV, if you got one, playing imaginary Xbox, imaginary Call of Duty. A bunch of little kids like this. Pew, 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 Pointing at the TV with their fingers. I'm Stop I'm it, man. It's cruel to teach kids about Santa Claus. If you can't afford to be Santa and you got this kid expecting all this stuff on this list, knowing you can't afford it, but you're still telling them about Santa, you are setting your kids up for failure and you're doing them a grave disservice. That'd be good. I believe in Santa. I'm doing okay. How do you tell a little poor kid that they didn't get what they want on their list, but this little boy sitting right next to them in class got everything he wanted just because his parents doing a little bit better in life. How? How? That's not fair. Life's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, you know, I bet you it's a black Santa, it's a white Santa. If the white Santa bring you everything you want. The black Santa always let you down. <laughs> Don't the black Santa look like your daddy? Look at the beard. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. All right, when we come back, let's get to the rumors. Porta potty guy. Huh? You know who that is? He calls every morning, Dern, get it off your chest, and he wants smoke with you, and he has smoke with Trav that calls all the time. He did a diss record, and we're going to play a snippet of it this morning. So our listeners are beefing, basically. Uh, yes, and, and, and with you, too. Everybody hates you this week. Right, this we'll week? In, yes. Santa might even do a diss record <laughs> at you. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are mm -hmm. the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk, uh, I guess, Breakfast Club listener beef. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On the Breakfast Club. So listen up. You seem excited about this Breakfast Club listener beef. It's kind of funny to me. So if you listen yeah. to the Breakfast Club, of course, our nine-year anniversary was on Friday. And if you listen, you know there's a lot of people that always call regulars. One is our guy, Trav, from Philly. He's got a backdoor... Uh Line clearly. Yeah, yeah, he has a backdoor entry all the time. And then we have a uh, porta potty guy. His name is Sean Stone. He don't like to be called porta potty guy no more. But he started off as porta potty guy. Yeah, he when we to... first started Breath Club, he used to clean porta potties. We used to call him porta potty guy. Correct. Maybe he used to call himself that. I don't know. Yeah, but then, you know, he said his name was Sean Stone. He grew up. He wanted us to take him serious because he's a rapper. That's right. Well, An artist. I guess with him calling all the time, Trav, who's a, a faithful listener, didn't like that. So. Trav, keep in mind, Trav is a catty gay black man. Yes, he is. And catty. During Get It Off Your Chest, this is what Trav had to say. One more thing before I let y'all go, man. Hey, porta potty guy, man. I don't like that. John Stone. His name is Sean Stone. <laughs> no, no. F porta potty guy, man. Old fake positive. Peace and blessings, guys. Y'all don't like that. <laughs> so that's what Trav said. So you call him fake positive. <laughs> yeah. Yo, fake positive. Calling him here talking about peace and blessings. So. Porta potty guy called up and he had a response. But I want to talk about that trap situation yesterday, man. Y'all was laughing oh at that yesterday, huh? We having moments here, Sean. This With is not the time not for about that. You, it's not about you, Trav. Man. With Trav, I mean, Sean. It's not about you today. It's a, the Breakfast Club nine year anniversary. Stop it. It was our nine year anniversary. Now he left a comment on Instagram, didn't he? Yeah, so he wanted to get off his chest. We hung up on him because it wasn't about him. You want to read it? Let me see what you got. Let me read it. Okay. Sean Stone. 
thought we were peoples. Ye, you let your gay friend call up there and disrespect me on the radio. All y'all was doing was just laughing. Nobody said nothing. That Sean Stone is a good dude. And if I say peace and blessings, not because I'm fake, it's because I'm real. And I really mean that to everyone. Let this gay dude bullying me on the radio. Now y'all ain't standing for that. Y'all going to let me say what I have to say. Y'all going to let me set my record straight and get my peace out. Oh, by the way, go listen. My diss track on my IG page in response to Trav and Charlemagne the gay. Don't worry, Angela Yee. One day you're going to get Trav F up. Not because he gay, because he think he could say whatever out his mouth. We not let that slide. <laughs> he said it like that. That's how it went. Okay. All right. All right. That's that's how it went. So now let's get into it. So get into what? A diss record popped through. What do you mean a diss record, man? A diss record popped up. Why Porter do you do Potty this? guy did a diss record. Listen, I know that you suck at rumor report, and so you probably had to put your own twist on it. But I didn't know you was going this. Right. No, but again, let's play a snippet of this diss. Who record. is this from? This is from Porter Potty guy. The who? Trav? Yes, and I think you too. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh, get my thoughts ready, bro. Please. I got gas. Yeah, uh, I hear this uh, gay boy Chad talking about me, right? <laughs> I just got something to reply to him, man. Breakfast club, let's go. You don't want no sauce, just stay in your lane. You uh. don't want no pressure, just stay in your lane. Uh. I don't go that way, no way. I don't go back way, no way. Fart you all over this sauce, record. Just stay in your lane. You don't want that beef, just stay in your lane. I don't go back way, no way. Stop. Why are we doing this stuff, people? No way. No, it's not. Knock <laughs> it off, Sean Stone. Why is gay such an insult to people? Well, like, tomorrow. What, what year is this? This ain't the 90s. He well, said he was gay, so what? <laughs> well, tomorrow. <laughs> That's right, Kev. That's right. <laughs> I feel you, Kevin. Well, tomorrow we're going to play the full uh, record. All right? And also, our guy Trav has a diss record, too. Oh, no, you don't. <laughs> you want to play a little bit of Trav, it? Trav, you got a record? You want to play a little bit? Please dance over back that ass up. Play a little bit. Okay, okay. than you, okay? Wow. After 15 seconds, <laughs> you got bodied. Wow, Trav, you went at his kids. Oh, I can't wait to hear this tomorrow. We're going to play that tomorrow. Goodness gracious. Give, give him Sean, Sean Stone's Instagram is SeanStone876. Trav's Instagram is what? Uh, AKA Twin or something like that? I want y'all to write this down. Let me see. What is oh, look at Drum. He know that off the top of his head. What do you say? What's the drum? What's the drum? Yeah, Trav DM. AK underscore. Shut up, man. AK underscore twin. I see you, bro. Okay, Trav. No wonder your bitch smell like butthole this morning. Listen. Listen. Sean, I want y'all to get these guys' Instagrams ready because tomorrow somebody's going to get a real petty party in their midst. And I'm thinking it's going to be Sean Stone already. It's not going to be a good We're going to put mad toilets in Sean Stone's mentions because he used to be the porta potty guy. Tomorrow, we're going to do this tomorrow. But I'm not going to sway the jury, okay? If the listeners like Sean Stone's record better than Trav, I understand. But when you rap over a Negro spiritual, like, back that ass up. I hope he's talking filthy, too. I hope that gay man from Philly tells you, Sean, you look good. Won't you back that ass up? Ooh. What? <laughs> what? Where, where, where are you going with this? And lastly, 
Again, let's send a rest in peace to Juice World. He Terrible passed segue. away on Sunday. Terrible segue. He's 21 years old. He just turned Terrible 21. Uh, he was uh, flying in from California to Chicago. Has there ever been a more horrible segue since me talking to Serge Ibaka about me? I mean, with everybody in here laughing and joking on such a high, and this guy just goes, rest in peace to Juice World. Yes, rest in peace to the man Juice World, but there's a time and place for everything, Envy. My God. What is wrong with you? What? This guy, I'm doing man. my stories here. What is this guy here? Jesus Christ. We, you know what? Forget you. I'm over here laughing about gay rappers and you freaking. What's up, man? That was. Con- we transitioned. Jesus we, we, Christ. we went. Continue. Rest in peace to Juice World. We send our condolences to his family and friends. He passed away over the weekend on Sunday. It was uh, my son's favorite rapper, and he was hurt by it. Um, What's up with this guy, man? What? Hmm? What? I'm listening. He passed away. Uh, they don't know the reason why he had a seizure as he was walking through the airport, and he was rushed to the hospital, and he passed away. So we definitely want to send rest in peace to Juice World, and again, condolences to his family and friends. We did play his, uh, we re-aired his interview from April, because he came up here uh, in April yep. of, of this year. And I, I thought he was a very pleasant young man. Absolutely. Personally. All right. And I'm glad I gave him a hug. And told him that I value him and I appreciate him. There you go. All right. And that but is your I don't your value room and report. appreciate DJ Envy segues. Just want to throw that out there. I don't appreciate your segues either. What do you want to do? You want to throw this, you want to throw some gospel now? Huh? <laughs> we got any gospel you music give away a car? You want to give away a contest right after that? You say rest in peace and hey, but guess what? Coming up next. No, we're actually going to get the mix and we're going to play his record in the mix. How about that? Okay. And Revolt, we'll see you tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. Get your request in. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. You guys have a great day today. Um, don't forget my seminar, my last seminar of the year, my real estate seminar is this Sunday. So if you want more information or you want to attend, just click the link in my bio. I heard you don't know nothing about real estate, son. <laughs> <laughs> I, heard, I heard that you don't know nothing I about heard, real estate, I heard, man. I, is that is that any truth to those rumors? I don't know. How I many just, properties you own? I got about 140 units right now. And we just purchased a school that we're transforming to low-income and housing that should be done by next summer, but I don't know. And nothing. our guy, Caesar Claus, how many how many properties he got? <laughs> Caesar's actually losing weight. He's down 122 pounds, so shout to Caesar. All right, hey. He's been eating okay. healthy and he's doing his damn thing. But Caesar owns a 1,000 properties, a 1,000 units. So can but y'all don't know nothing about real estate. But That's kind of wild. I know, I know. That's kind of wild, B. But next Sunday, we're going to be talking about real estate. So if you want to get in the game, you want to learn from people that actually do it, I want to see you next Sunday at the Jacob Javits Center in New York City. All right? Are y'all doing it to Jacob Javits? That's Jacob Javits. Wow. Jacob Javits. All right, when we come back... Positive note, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Again, I just want to send a rest in peace to Juice World and condolences to his family and friends. We replayed the interview uh, early this morning. He was here in April, so we just wanted to get that back on, man. You know, it's interesting with Juice World, right? Because I'm 41 years old, so I'm not a Juice World guy. I'm not riding around listening to Juice World. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wonder uh, what is his impact. On, to kids because I know kids like yeah. him you know what I'm saying I know artists really like him he had a big record I know he sells he sells a lot of records I think I want to say Lucid Dreams was like five times platinum something like and that and I think yeah. his, his, his album was like platinum mm-hmm. and I know he had a number one album with his, his last project so I wonder how much do they really uh, like Juice World right you know what I mean yeah well leave us on a positive note 
Listen, the positive note is simply this, man. Life is a series of natural and spontaneous changes. Don't resist them. That only creates sorrow. Let reality be reality. Let things flow naturally forward in whatever way they like. Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?